Hey, before we jump into the episode, I just wanted to let you know that our course and coaching program called Youth Ministry Growth Accelerator now offers a three-month and six-month payment plan, which makes enrolling easier than ever. Just head over to growyouryouthministry.com and sign up today. And as an added bonus, if you join by Friday, May 17th, we're offering a free student leadership launch workshop, which will help you build and launch your student leadership team from the ground up. I can't wait to see you in the program so we can start accelerating the growth of your youth ministry today. All right, let's get into the episode. Today, we're coming face to face with the pride we struggle with in ministry and how it steals our gratitude. Welcome to the Ministry Coach Podcast, where we give you weekly tips and tactics to help you fast track the growth and health of your youth ministry. My name is Jeff Lascola. This is Kristen Lascola. And on this podcast, we talk all things youth ministry and in particular ways you can grow not only your leadership, your volunteer staff, your students' relationship with Jesus, and also just your youth group size in general, just the ways of growth. But I think what comes along with that is the idea to even though you're always looking forward and you're always looking to improve, never forget where you are and the blessings that you've had to get you where you are currently. And so yeah. today we're going to talk a little bit about that. You're going to talk about that. Just kind of the thankfulness of your ministry and the gratefulness inside of it. Yeah, I think, you know, as you're talking, it kind of like a light bulb went off to me just thinking, hey, when is the last time you thanked the people that got you to where you are? No leader is a self-made leader. We're all standing on the shoulders of somebody. And, you know, it means so much to me when a student will come up and say, you know, I'm so thankful for what you did in my life. And so if we were to take that idea and rewind it a little bit in our own life of who do you need to thank Mm -hmm. for where you're at, that leader that saw potential in you or that pastor that gave you an opportunity when you were young and didn't know a whole lot, but they saw potential and um, taking time to thank those mentors. But then today we're also going to kind of turn the like lens of gratitude, like on the ministry that is in front of us and how we see the ministry that's in front of us, because perspective is really everything when it comes to our job, because I think a lot of times we can just look at it and see like this cross to bear, you know, (laughs) or, and there's times that the ministry is burdensome as opposed to other seasons where we feel more light and fun about it. But I've shared a little bit of my journey of the ministry and, and how it evolved over time and stuff like that. But when I was a brand new youth pastor, I had just come from a large team at our main campus. And then I went to our first ever launched offsite venue, offsite campus, I guess I should say, not a venue, a campus. And um, coming from a mega church, and it was still a mega church, but it was like an offsite right. campus. And so it was small. And so there was like just this immediate humbling experience (laughs) to show up to events 
and be the small guys, yeah. you know, and I've never felt that before where you're, I was always on a large team, tons of students, never thought a thing about it. And then all of a sudden I had this immediate feeling of, Oh, this is what it feels like to be the small youth group, the small church, right. you know, whatever it is. And so, um, on top of that, we were in a town where there was another fair sized church, I guess you could say. And the first question I would get from students all the time is, have you ever heard of this church? Have right. you ever heard of this youth group? Have you ever met this youth pastor? And I kind of felt like we were like the second choice, right. you know, it was like, oh, like you guys are cool, but have you heard of this? And it kind of chipped away at my ego right. every week. <laughs> and you have to be positive. You can't be like, well, they're lame, you know, <laughs> and they're not lame, but you want to say stuff like right. that because you're insecure and you're jealous and you're feeling like about this big. And so, you know, you're like, Oh wow. Yeah. They're doing such great things. But in your heart, it's all tangled up with, yes, you want them to succeed because mm -hmm. they're a church, you know, all the right thoughts and feelings, right. but then but the flesh humanness. comes in and kind of muddies that a little bit. And it's a struggle. Mm -hmm. It's not like it's easy, no matter how spiritually mature we are, it's a struggle. And so I think I had to kind of face the question, why is this hard? Why is it hard to go from being the biggest to the smallest? Mm -hmm. Like when you're a eighth grader and then all of a sudden you're a freshman, right. like, why is that hard? Why is it hard for me to get these questions every week? If, if I've heard of this youth group, yes, I've heard of it. It's great. Okay. <laughs> like you're here though, like right. be with me. And I had to face that question. And the question to me only had one really clear answer and it was pride mm. because we here's some plaguing leadership principles that I would insert in this scenario that fueled the pride problem for me. Number one, we learn that every organization is a direct reflection of its leadership. Mm -hmm. So I would insert all kinds of healthy, uh, unhealthy conclusions from that. Well, then we should be the biggest or, and if we're not, then that means something's wrong with my leadership. Right. You know, you you start equating health with large and biggest and right. best and which it can be right. Because, but it all isn't, uh, always the case that it's going to be. And exactly because of number two leadership principle that would kind of plague me on this is that healthy things grow. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't want to put an over focus on growth in youth ministry, but the truth of the matter is healthy things do grow. Well, again, that's a very relative statement because, um, if you started out with three students and you're now six students, that's a 50% growth. Mm -hmm. You grew but we still see the six and we're like, it's but why am I not 60 growth. and they're 60, huh? It's a hundred percent growth. <laughs> I was just thinking 30 is half of six. So it must be 50. <laughs> maybe, maybe I wasn't meant for big numbers, you know? <laughs> so it's like you play these mind games of like, but if healthy things grow, theirs grew a lot and the growth always goes to better. Mm -hmm. So three is whatever. Six is better. Nine is even better. Like we just right. see growth with better. 
Now, there's truth to both of those statements, but when you draw wrong conclusions and out of context, just like when you grab a random Bible verse, I think it can start to create some unhealthy thought patterns Mm. about yourself and about your ministry. And so then I had to filter it through a couple of questions. Number one, well, am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? And number two, am I doing it where I'm supposed to be doing it? And for me, the answer to both of those questions was yes. And so I had to make a commitment to get laser focused on what was in front of me and be thankful for exactly what was in front of me. Mm -hmm. Forget about the past, forget about the past big church, forget about the neighbor church that was big and thriving and happening. (laughs) Forget about those two and laser focus on what was in front of me. Right. And what makes you unique and what God has put in front of you. Right. And having to believe that I was and is the chosen right person for this particular job, this particular ministry, this particular time, and this particular place. And I kind of started to think about it like when you get your kids a gift and you're so excited to see them open it, but then all they can do is look at what the other one got. Mm. And you're like, you're so ungrateful. Like this sucks. (laughs) So then as a parent, it's kind of tempting to want to get them the same exact thing all Mm. the time. Amen. <laughs> but I remember even before I had kids, my dogs would do that. Oh, totally. Like I would get two dogs a toy. Same toy even. It was like they wanted what each other had. It's right. just like not even human nature. It's animal nature. It's all the nature. <laughs> and this feeling of like now going back a little bit to think like when God like assigns us somewhere if all we're doing is looking at the, we'll look what they got. We'll look what they right. got. We'll look what they got. Look what I have. It's And when we do the math, we're always going to feel like we're the worst one. Right. Even if you have a youth group of 200, someone has a youth group of 300. Right. You know what I mean? So you're never going to be the best in your own eyes, in your own mind. But answering the question, am I being obedient mm. to what I've been tasked with? with. And we all are given a different task. So I think the gratitude comes from being entrusted with ministry at all. And remembering ministry, we've made it into a performance, Mm. but it's not. It's not a performance. It's a task and a calling, but it's not a performance. And Larry Osborne said something in a sermon a few weeks ago, and he said, remember, this was like what he said was the best ministry advice he had ever gotten. And he remembered it It was just one sentence. Remember, you have nothing to prove and no one to impress. Hmm. Nothing to prove and no one to impress. Do the job in front of you. Stop performing your ministry. And I know like even like speaking last night, uh, we had the parent night. And I was like, oh man, the parents are going to be listening to my message. And I felt like this extra level of pressure Mm -hmm. because I'm like, they're probably going to be judging me more harshly than the kids would and like scrutinizing me and who is this person teaching my kids and stuff like that. So I felt this pressure to perform my job a little bit more than I normally do. And being being and there's nothing wrong with wanting to do a good job but being mindful of are we performing our ministry because when we do 
that's when pride supersedes gratitude. Okay. And then that's when we can start to get in that spiral of this isn't big enough. This isn't good enough. This isn't what I had in mind, but laser focusing on what is in front of us being thankful for it. And there's nothing wrong with looking around of like best practices. What are you doing? I could learn from that. What are you doing? Ooh, that's a great idea. Or wow, this worked really well for you guys. You can look around to see what other people are doing, but when it starts to suck your soul and you feel just down because you're not better, you're not bigger, you're not whatever you think you should be. I think that's when it's problematic, but I think we feel like we are our ministry. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Instead of we've been tasked to run it. So that's another area where I think pride can come in because we see ourselves in the ministry as like one unit you know, and I fall into that a lot. Like that's hard. Like this is, this is me. This is my life. This is what I poured myself into. And we think, so I wanted to be the best. Like you show the best parts of your life on social media. You want to showcase, this is what I did. Look at my ministry. I would hate to think that my social media is the best parts of my life. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I show it all, man. I mean, wow, you're so bad. vulnerable and I transparent. Just, <laughs> I don't know, whatever. I just think things I find humorous and usually it's self-deprecating. So there yeah. you go. Well, that's why you're relatable. That's why people <laughs> like I'm a big you. doofus. Gosh darn it, people like you. <laughs> um, so I guess the final encouragement is this is not permission to stay stagnant. Right. Like not at all. Grow you grow and it's your growth. Yeah. It's your growth pattern. When you become a parent, they say, don't compare your kids milestones to other, like a six month old can do this. And a six month old can do that. Don't compare. They're both growing. And we used to always say, what, what tricks can your child do? Right. Because parents get all proud of like, well, my kid knew the alphabet at one years old. And it's like, okay, well, are we both growing? Are we both healthy? Yes, but health, keep in mind, health and growth are relative terms, Mm -hmm. very relative. So whatever that number is in your mind or whatever, it's like our kid was growing in healthy. Your kid is growing in healthy. They're at different places on the map Mm -hmm. and different places on the growth chart. They're in different percentiles, but it's a different DNA. It's different family. It's different culture. It's just different. Right. So as long as you're being obedient, Obedient, you should feel confident that you are fulfilling your task. Mm-hmm. Are you loving people? Are you drawing them in with the gospel? Are you being obedient to your calling? Then focus, laser focus on that. Because if you don't, who will? This is what you're tasked to do. And to be so grateful that you are a partner in the kingdom of God to bring people to Jesus. Because guys, to be honest, 50 years, no one's going to know your name. Right. No one's going to know what your ministry was called. But you'll know, well, I don't know how long you're going to live, but when we all get to heaven, that's when the payoff is going to happen and we'll all celebrate the wins. We're just trying to get more people to heaven, more people to know Jesus. It's not about our name being attached to a certain ministry that no one's going to remember anyways. It's all the church. Right. Well, in this season of thankfulness and gratefulness, we want to extend our thanks to you, the listeners and viewers on both our podcast and our YouTube channel, for supporting us um, with your views, for your likes, for your comments, for your show suggestions. 
there's a lot of work that goes into this podcast. Uh, there's the time in prep. There's the time in filming. There's the time in editing. And we don't get paid. There's small amounts, obviously, that comes in, in those links down below in YouTube or in the podcast. If you click on a link and it says it's very, it's very clear, we're not trying to hide that. But if you ordered something on Amazon, let's say based off of a recommendation, a book or whatever it is, we might get a very small commission from that, which is like literally very small, but it's something. And we also, um, just through YouTube, we get a little bit of through views, a little bit of YouTube AdSense. It is nothing that you would even call a part-time job because it's not very substantial. And we're okay with that. But we've had a lot of people reach out and say, is there a way that we can support this ministry, the ministry that you guys are doing? So they've either just sent us things, which is awesome. <laughs> we've gotten games. We've gotten uh, people just sending us gift cards through Amazon. And we thank you so much for that. But we thought it's, this might be at the point where we just give people more of a official way of, of supporting this ministry and, and what we do. And so we have started and opened up a Patreon account. If you're not familiar with what Patreon is, it's basically just a way for people, patrons to support creators. And so if you want to go to ours, if you have it on your heart to give and support this ministry, we would appreciate it. Just go to patreon.com slash ministry coach, and you can see just some of the options that are there. And we would be very thankful for you to give that. And we're, we're thankful regardless. Like, we're not going to stop putting out content, you know, that's that's free to view, free to listen to. But this is just a way for you, if you feel so inclined, to say thank you to us. And we would appreciate that, but don't feel obligated by any means. Yeah. And we've appreciated so much the comments and the likes and the reviews and all of that. Not because... And I can say this honestly, because I've already spilled my guts about my pride issues, but <laughs> I don't think it's so much so that other people can see like, look how great we are. But to me, that has been the payment this last year and a half of doing this is knowing that it's impacting our listeners enough to change the way that they do ministry, mm -hmm. to love their jobs, to enjoy it. And to me, I'm like, I'm so grateful to know about those stories. Right. World, worldwide too. Like, worldwide, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. I mean, because when we sit down and prep content and come and we're tired and I'm like, I already have a full-time job and right. then doing this, those are the stories that I think about. And I'm like, those are just the ones we know about. This is worth it. Like, yeah. you know, yes, it's extra work. No, we don't get paid for it. But I think about this is furthering the kingdom and giving youth pastors that extra boost to like keep going. It blows my mind. Cause I never thought we would get those stories coming back yeah. to us. I just was like, all right, let's do it. Whatever. We have some stuff we'll have we fun. can share, but to see the impact, I don't think I was ready for that. Right. And I'm very grateful that you guys would take the time to share that with us. So that's been, that's been my favorite part oh, of the absolutely. podcast because it, unfortunately we are just talking into a camera and when we're recording it, it literally just feels like we're talking into a camera. <laughs> Actually it feels like we're having a conversation with each other, yeah. but it's hard to imagine there are people on the other side of that, on the other side of, of the microphone of the camera. And then when you get responses back and comments and emails and DMS and stuff like that, saying that things 
that I say we, it's you that you have said has impacted them. That means the world to us, you know, getting those reviews and comments and things like that. It's, it's been awesome. We thank you so much for that. So just wanted to have a, a little message of thanks to you guys. And we appreciate all that you have done for us. And we hope that we've been able to give a lot back to you. And with that, We will see you next Next time. time.